Welcome to Some of the Answers with Jen and Jamie. This is the official podcast of Third Eye Family Solutions, where we help you see a new perspective that will empower you to live a life of your dreams. Each week, we explore topics that are designed to help you face the challenges that come with life. We don't have all of the answers, but we do have some of them. So join us as we share our thoughts, ideas, and advice to bring your ideal self into focus. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Some of the Answers. Uh, This is Dr. Jen, and I'll be recording myself today. We are actually not that thrilled with the audio quality of our podcast, so we're trying to um, solve a few problems before we get into too much more content. But we also didn't want to leave people hanging. So uh, for today, what I'm going to do is actually walk you through our vision board process. So in episode one, we talked a little bit about um, our experience and sort of a global experience, really, of New Year's resolutions, and particularly the whole idea of why resolutions don't really work. And it's been really funny. So we talked in that episode about how many people start a resolution at the beginning of the year and say something like, this year, I'm going to get in shape, right? And we joked about how crowded the parking lot at the gym is every morning. And it's been really funny because the last couple of times that Jamie and I have gone to the gym together, we've had a hard time finding two treadmills to sit and uh, walk together. And it's it's ironic and it's funny and we laugh about it. And it's also kind of sad because we also laugh about the fact that it won't last. Um, usually by the end of February, people have moved on. And so we like using the process of creating a vision board at the beginning of your year, or if it could be at the beginning of a quarter or the beginning, you know, on your birthday for the next year of your life. It really doesn't matter when it gets created, but we tend to do them towards the beginning of a year. And we had a great workshop here at the Third Eye Family Solutions office where people came and gathered and we walked them through the vision board process and people left here with really just amazing beautiful vision boards to inspire them for the year. So what we want to do with this podcast is talk you through the process that we use. So first of all, um, this is a participatory process and you are welcome to listen to the whole thing and then go back and do it later. Um, But if you'd like to, Uh, do it along with me here as you listen, you're going to need a few things. You're going to need some sort of paper. We like to use about a half sheet of poster board, but it's really up to you. You can use a single 8 by 10 piece of paper and really small images. You can use a whole poster board. Um, If you're really inspired, you can use an entire wall of your bedroom. It's really up to you how big or small you want to make this, but you will need some sort of canvas, so to speak, to make your vision board on. And then you're going to need um, some old magazines, ones that you feel, feel okay uh, cutting up and, and tearing pages out of, and some scissors and glue. And we like glue sticks. They just seem to work the best with um, with the poster board and the magazines to stick things together. Uh, white glue tends to get things a little too wet, and uh, of course things like you know super glue is a little too dangerous to use. So we like glue sticks. So if you want to uh, pause things here and gather your materials before you get started with the next piece of this process, now would be a good time to pause. Okay, so here's the process we use. I'm going to actually lead you through a guided meditation. Now, I know a lot of people tend to listen to podcasts when you're doing things like driving or folding the laundry or uh, exercising, you know, you're on the treadmill at the gym or you're walking through your neighborhood, whatever that is. 
Um, but for this, for this particular meditation, I'm going to recommend that you find a time to listen to it when it's quiet and you can sit and be still. And if you really can't make that work, just listen and follow along as best as you can and create this as best as you can in your space and time. So I'm going to speak to you as though you're following that advice. And again, if you're driving, don't close your eyes, okay? Keep your eyes open, keep your eyes on the road. But otherwise, find a nice place, a uh, comfortable place to sit and get your feet grounded on the floor. Take your shoes off if you can. Get your body nice and comfortable. Take a few deep breaths and close your eyes. And as you begin to breathe and relax, notice if there's anywhere in your body that's holding a whole lot of tension. Do you have tension in your head, neck, shoulders? Are your hands clenched? Maybe your, your feet are curled, your toes are curled, or there's tension in your lower back. Wherever you notice that tension, give yourself a moment to really relax that area of your body. For some people that tension may be everywhere and you may need more than a moment to let go of that tension, but do what you can to relax your body so that you can be fully present in this moment. And continue to breathe in whatever way works best for you. The deeper the better. And what we're going to do is we're going to start by looking back at the last year. So assuming you're doing this process towards the beginning of 2020, we're going to look back at the year 2019. So take a look and just review your 2019. Take a look at the highs and the lows, the best parts of the year, the worst parts of the year. You may want to look in different areas of your life. So what was the best thing that happened in your family over the last year? What were some of the worst things that happened in your family over the last year? What about in your relationship? If you have a primary partner, what were the highs and lows of 2019 in your relationship with your partner? Take a look in the area of business, your job, career, maybe you own a business. What were the highlights of that area of life in 2019? Your biggest wins and successes, maybe your biggest failures. Also there's the area of money. What were the highs and lows of money in 2019? Maybe you paid off some debt or managed to save some money that you've been trying to save for a long time. Or maybe things didn't go well and there were some real bummers in the area of money in your life in 2019. What about in the area of fun, adventure, hobbies, things you do to make life interesting? What worked? What was really great and wonderful in that part of your life? And what wasn't so great? Maybe you had an adventure plan that didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. 
How about in the area of health and well-being? What was really great about your health, your body, your wellness in, during the year 2019? And what wasn't so great? Maybe you spent a lot of time sick or injured. And then there's the area of service to others, making a difference in the world. Did you do something in 2019 that's inspiring, that was a really a help for your community? Maybe there were things you wanted to do and just couldn't make them happen. So take a minute and as you continue to breathe and look over your life in the year 2019, allow yourself to accept that what happened in 2019 was what happened. And what didn't happen, didn't happen. There is nothing else to do in 2019. That year is over. There's nothing to change about it because it happened the way it happened. And see if you can allow yourself to let 2019 be exactly what it was and exactly the way it wasn't. Now there may be some things for you to think about and process that may take a little more time than you have here, but in this very moment, if you can declare to yourself, 2019 is complete, there's nothing else to do, I'm happy with where I'm happy, I'm unhappy where I'm unhappy, and I can let it all go. That's the most powerful thing you can do for yourself right this moment. So, now that you've had a moment to look through 2019, we're actually going to kind of take a little time voyage here and imagine yourself on New Year's Eve 2020, December 31st, 2020, and you're looking back over your year, just like we did now. But instead of looking at 2019, which already happened, we're going to fast forward and look at 2020, which, by the way, hasn't happened yet. So, as you stand on New Year's Eve 2020 and you reflect back upon your year, what happened? What did you accomplish in 2020? What amazing adventures did you have? What new relationships did you create? Or perhaps what toxic relationships did you let go of and move on from? Do you have a new level of love and commitment and partnership in your primary relationship? What happened in your family? How were you able to spend time together? Did you go on fun adventures with your family? Maybe your family grew. Someone got married, babies were born. What about in the area of business and your job? So if you look at your career, what did you accomplish in 2020? Maybe there was something unexpected, like a change in job or career. Perhaps you went out on your own after years of working with someone else. 
or maybe you met all the goals that you had set for 2020. What were those goals? Goals around sales, goals around business growth, goals around promotions, raises. How about in the area of money? What did you accomplish in 2020? Were you able to save the money that you've been meaning to save? Pay off debt? Maybe make a donation to a charity or organization that's important to you. How did you allow money to be a form of full self-expression in 2020? What about your hobbies? Did you accomplish something new or maybe pick up a new hobby? Maybe you started something you've always wanted to do or picked up something that you used to do and love and have missed. Any special travel that you took in 2020? What about in the area of health and wellness? Were you able to accomplish health goals? Were you able to move yourself from a place of feeling not well to a place of feeling well? Did you allow yourself to face a challenge in your health that you've been avoiding or trying to ignore? And how did you make a difference in 2020? What communities did you serve? What organizations or groups of people did you make a difference for in 2020? And as you think about all of these images, notice if there's any particular colors that come up over and over again in the images you're seeing. Any textures or just an overall feeling to the images themselves. Are they calm and peaceful? Or are they highly energetic? And are there any words that have come up over and over as you've listened to my voice? So give yourself a moment to just sit with all of these images of the things that you accomplished in 2020. It was a pretty amazing year, wasn't it? So take a couple deep breaths and allow your consciousness to come fully back into your physical body. When you're ready, go ahead and open your eyes, take a couple more deep breaths, and for a few moments, try not to speak. Try to allow yourself the time to really be with these images, these ideas, these concepts, these goals that you have just noticed that you created for 2020. And when you're ready, here's the process you're going to walk yourself through. The first thing you're going to do is pick up a magazine and just start looking through and find the images that call out to you. They may be a perfect match for something that you saw as you were looking over your 2020 year. Or they may not be, but they still call out to you and you know that somewhere this needs to be part of what you're creating. 
And in this first round, what I want you to do is just tear out the whole page from the magazine. Even if it's only one word that you want or one part of an image, just take the whole page, rip it right out, and make yourself a stack of images. And you'll continue to do this until you feel like you have a big enough stack or you notice yourself distracted. You're reading the articles in the magazine or trying to figure out what a picture is rather than just allowing it to speak to you. And there's no right or wrong way to do this. Sometimes people find they need to go back to the magazines later or they find that they have way too many images to make a vision board with and that's okay too. Whatever you end up with is what you end up with and that's what you're going to get to work with. When you find that you are through with that process and you have enough images to work with, uh, go back through the entire stack and here's where you're going to get your scissors out and start cutting out the pieces that you really want. So again, if it was a word or a phrase on the page, just snip that out or part of a picture that you wanted. Or if you just want to trim around someone's face, whatever it is, just cut out the pieces of those pages that you really want. And after you've gone through that process, You'll take your poster board or whatever kind of canvas you're using here and just begin to lay things out on the paper and allow yourself to just move them around. Um, and you may find that some of them don't really fit the way you thought they would and you can put those aside and maybe use them for something else later. And you also may find that there's something big missing and you might, might at that moment need to go back to the uh, stack of magazines and look for something specific. But whatever it is, allow yourself to just wiggle those pieces around until you get to a place where you're happy with what's on the page. And then you're going to start gluing them down. Um, obviously that's self-explanatory, glue the pieces onto the page, right? So that you have a nice finished product there. I like to add somewhere on the collage, I like to add uh, either stickers or I'll cut out numbers for magazines for the year. So put a 2020 somewhere on my vision board for 2020. And then the last thing to do with this is to find some place for it to live. Um, I highly recommend to people that you put your vision board somewhere that you're going to see it every single day. I literally hang mine in my bathroom because I know that every morning that's where I'm going to be. And whether I consciously look at it or not, it is always making its way into my world and my thoughts. So. The great thing about a vision board is sometimes we put things on and we have no idea what they mean, but we really were inspired by it. And throughout the year we start to notice, oh, that's what that is. And it's a really great explorative process throughout the year to set aside some time, you know, maybe every month or every quarter to look at your vision board, see what is coming to life, and maybe start to get a little more understanding of where those images came from. It can be a really amazing process. I, I find every year that there's things that I add. I have no idea what they mean. And by the time I get to New Year's Eve at the end of that year, I'm pretty clear why that needed to be part of my vision for the year. So when you hang it someplace that you're going to see it constantly, you're going to get those reminders, conscious or not, of what it is that you in this process are trying to create for your 2020 year. So that's pretty much the process. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory in a lot of ways, but I think taking that time to reflect on last year and let it go keeps us from having the current year be about fixing or changing or you know, trying to do the things that we didn't get done before. Um, keeps us, it allows us to be in a new place rather than 
still stuck in what did or did not happen in the previous year. So hopefully this has been valuable for you. Um, we would actually love to see your images. If you are uh, inspired to send us a picture of your vision board that you've created by going through this process, we would love to see it. You can email it to us at thirdeyefamilysolutions.com. Happy creating. Have a wonderful, wonderful 2020. I know this is, you know, for some people that you're thinking, it's already almost the end of January. Why are we doing this now? Well, because it's never too late. That's why. Um, at our next episode, we're going to be talking about setting intentions and creating games inside your intentions. So for now, be well, and we'll be back soon. Thank you for joining us this week on Some of the Answers. For more information about Jen, Jamie, or Third Eye Family Solutions, you can find us online at thirdeyefamilysolutions.com. That's T-H-I-R-D-E-Y-E familysolutions.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on Podbean or Spotify. If you would like to contact us, simply fill out the contact form on our website or you can email us at thirdeyefamilysolutions at gmail.com. Our music was written and performed by Gabe Schwartz and this podcast is owned fully by Third Eye Family Solutions. Have a great week and we'll be back next week with more of the answers.